I have to be responsible for my energy so that my daughter doesn't hold secondhand baggage. I'm Misty Seibel, your host. Welcome to Sweet Home Seibel. Today's podcast episode is going to be about owning our own energy and being responsible and aware of our energy. This topic has come to me, oh goodness, at the right time, as everything does in life. I have seen this play out on a large scale happening in the Hollywood world. I've also seen this happening in my own life with people that I know And I want to talk about it today because I think we skip over this idea or this concept a lot. We kind of prioritize or focus our needs elsewhere. But if we can rein it back in and focus on our own energy and the output of that energy and how it impacts everybody around us, I think that will make us more empathetic naturally. I think it will make us more responsible. I think it will make us see other perspectives easier. And what I mean by owning your energy is this. We all have pasts. We all have traumas. We all have pains. We all have wounds. There is not a scale. There is not a hierarchy, although people will die on the grave trying to say that there is a hierarchy of pain. Pain is pain is pain is pain. Trauma is trauma is trauma is trauma. This is energy that we carry around with us. Sometimes it's called baggage. People bring that in their energy, in their auras. How do we own this for ourselves? How do we take responsibility for this? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, the energy that you are putting out into the world, you are responsible for. So if that energy is not something that is productive, that is compassionate, that is understanding, that's hope, that's knowledge, that's love, then what is it that you're putting out? What type of energy are you putting out? And are you even aware of it? And if you are aware of it, are you aware of how it affects other people? I have people in general in my life and outskirts of my life, people that I see, people I observe, who are not aware of the energy that they bring into a room, which then results in an awkward situation in a room. They're not aware of the energy that they bring into a relationship. They're not aware of the energy that they, I like to think of it as, leech out onto other people. People with low vibe energy, maybe anger, manipulation, sadness, depression. When someone comes forward and puts themselves into a situation, bringing this energy into that situation, the other people around you will feel it. I want to talk about becoming aware of that because ultimately at the end of the day, your energy is yours to own. You bringing it to someone else, while that could be helpful in a very safe, productive setting, it should not be your everyday energy that you carry with you all the time to work, to play with your kids, to go out to dinner, to go to a birthday party. You should not be carrying that energy with you 24-7. And if you are, this episode is for you. The first step in owning your energy and becoming 
responsible for your energy is being aware of your energy. What type of energy do you give off? Are you guarded? Are you open-minded? Are you shut down in listening to others' beliefs? Like, how do you come to the table in any situation that you're in? Let's take a family party because families, as we know, all have their characters. No one's family is picture perfect. Everyone has beef. So imagine you are at a family party. Imagine that one family member that you know brings low energy, terrible energy, and they sick it onto other people. They leach it out of them. They leach it from their auric field into yours, and you can just feel it, and you try to avoid it, and you don't like conversation with them. And every time you leave, you're like, man, why can't they get a grip? Why can't they get a hold of themselves? Why are they always like that? It's because they're not aware of their energy and they definitely are not owning their energy because if they were, they wouldn't be bringing it to what's supposed to be a celebratory family party. I'm going to go back and forth between both sides because we can talk about how to deal with that in our lives in other people, but we also want to, and I would love to touch on it being you. that's okay if it is like the first step is becoming aware and acknowledging that yes actually maybe I am bringing my low energy baggage to places I shouldn't instead of working through it instead of facing it head on I am carrying that around so I do want to talk about that too but let's stay on this topic of a family member who has low energy when we recognize There is a pattern with this specific person and their energy and how they bring it to a group setting, especially you, because you can't stand up for everybody as a whole, but you can put your own boundaries in place with family members. Once you become aware that this is a pattern, there are so many different options you can do from here on out. Like you have to decide how important the relationship is. You have to decide if you're willing to confront them. You have to decide how you would like to approach the situation or if it's a little bit of a further away relative, do you just pull back? Do you just refrain from being in their presence? There's no right or wrong answer. I think some people can handle certain conversations that are a little bit harder to hear about their own energy and some people can't handle those conversations. So you decide based on that person, but you want to decide. You need to decide boundaries because at this point you've recognized that this person is in a pattern of low energy and that's just not helpful for anyone around them, especially when they're always trying to offload onto you. That's not your energy to take on. It's not your energy to have to unpack for them. It's their own. If it is a conversation, In a nonviolent way, it would just be you acting as a complete mirror to what they are saying. You are just literally saying what they're saying to make sure you understand their feelings. In this way, having a conversation, getting to their core foundational need, their unmet need of why they are handling themselves this way, why their energy is so low. But that's only if this person is very close with you and you maybe know that they could open up to you. Most people, when you go to critique, quote unquote, something that they're doing, especially if they're already low energy, are not going to want to hear any suggestions. They're not going to want to open up about the pain that they are experiencing. In that case, it's more of a 
Maybe let me draw some boundaries. Maybe I don't do one-on-ones with them. Maybe I don't even do one-on-ones in a group setting if they pull me to the side. Maybe I don't go to places that they go to. Maybe I stop going to the family parties that are happening, whatever that looks like. But just know that if this person has low energy and is going to continue to have low energy, ultimately, if you don't do anything about it for yourself, it will start to affect you. It will start to leach into your life and it will start to make you feel resentful. And that's what we want to stay away from. If you are looking for a way to talk to a family member in a nonviolent way, I highly recommend the book Nonviolent Communication by Marshall Rosenberg. I've learned so much from that book, and it goes through case-by-case scenario. It's all the options that you have when being confronted with a painful subject or a subject where there's two separate perspectives. So if you do have someone in your life that you're trying to navigate around because of the energy that they give off, I recommend reading that book. Maybe if you're willing to talk to them, this would be the best way to do it. Okay, now let's jump into owning our own energy and why it's so important. It's probably like the most important thing that you can do for yourself, your responsibility of your energy. I'm going to start with a story. Yesterday was Sunday, and Steve and I had plans. We got home, and there was just a few things that happened in a row that ultimately started to kind of rev my anxiety up. It was nothing major at all. Little things trigger me, and I'm starting to become aware of them in my body. And Steve always can tell My body language is different. Like I said in my last podcast episode, I move faster. I don't think as well thought out (laughs) thoughts before I move. And ultimately, I feel it in my chest. So we're sitting at dinner last night and Steve goes, okay, where's this anxiety coming from? And I'm like, this is so weird. I don't know. We were able to talk about it instead of me projecting it onto Steve. Typically, when I have anxiety... Steve or whoever's there becomes, I don't want to say an enemy because obviously I don't see my husband as an enemy, but I need that anxiety energy to go somewhere. And typically it becomes like getting short with Steve or rushing through things and like pushing him to the side a little bit, like making him do his own thing. Instead of doing that, I was owning the energy of sitting in anxiety. Like I own this. I need to calm this down. I need to focus on this so that I don't outpour it onto somebody else that I love that ultimately didn't do anything wrong. I'm starting to own that there is energy inside of me that maybe I don't like. Maybe I don't want to feel this way, but right now I'm feeling it. So at least let me be aware of that so that my actions that follow are not driven by anxiety. Those actions driven by anxiety would be to put it out on my husband. If this anxiety was anger, same thing. If this anxiety was depression, same thing. You would output it onto someone around you. Just like the family member at the gathering who's going to come over to you and spill their guts because they need to get their low energy out somehow, you would be doing the same thing ultimately. When we become aware of our energy... We become aware of our actions that are driven by that energy. We want to stay clear and light in our energy. 
And when I say clear and light, I don't mean positive and happy-go-lucky because I understand toxic positivity is just ignoring your feelings and ignoring those hard wounds and pains. We want to actually face those feelings, process those feelings, allow them to sit and sink in. Don't put any story behind them. Just exist within that moment of that energy and let it dissipate and then move forward. That is being clear and light because you literally are not carrying any negative low vibe energy. You are light and clear because you are allowing yourself to process feelings of negativity or low vibes immediately so that it doesn't get packed into your luggage that you've been carrying around. It's almost like if energy was a piece of clothing, instead of putting it on, you look at it, you observe it, you feel it, you say, okay, do I want this? Yes or no? And then I put it down or I put it on. But if we're not paying attention and we're just putting it on and putting it on and putting it on, and then we're putting it in our baggage and putting it in our baggage and putting it in our baggage, we are so weighed down, so dense, we can't be clear and light. And eventually we're going to have to start unloading because it's too heavy to carry by ourselves. So we unload unknowingly onto other people. There is a time and space you should and absolutely could unload your energy in a safe space with someone else. This looks like therapy. This looks like spouse. This looks like parent. This looks like a close friend or sibling in a safe space in a quiet area, you trust them, you trust that they will mirror you and give you the best helpful, hopeful information with this energy you're trying to offload. But otherwise, (laughs) we're not doing it just everywhere we go at the grocery store getting mad that someone cut you off with their cart or in your car when you're yelling at the top of your lungs with your kids in the back seat because someone cut you off or getting mad that someone slammed the door on you. That's where you should not be outputting your negative energy. This is why we go through it, so that it doesn't affect these little pieces of our lives that ultimately could bring us joy, but are not because we're so blinded by this low energy that is surrounding us. And it's so subtle sometimes. Sometimes to pick up on the fact that you are in a low vibe state You've already done something that you feel in your gut was not the correct move. You either feel guilt or you feel shame bubble within you. We're moving so fast we don't even stop to pay attention to our feelings. Sometimes it's not a big signal. It's not a big angry red face. Sometimes we have to tune in and listen and be aware that there was a shift in our energetic field just then. What just happened? Why did I just shift from happy to anxious? Why did I just shift from contentment to unease? What happened in my external world? Where were my thoughts just going? So as an example, sometimes I sit on the couch at night with Steve and we're watching a show or we're reading or whatever and I'll go off in my mind in thought. And then I realize that I have a sinking feeling in my stomach. Nothing externally changed. Steve didn't get up and say, I'm leaving you. Marlo didn't start crying. But my thoughts started going in a direction that caused me to feel low energy, which in my body is a sinking of the stomach or a heaviness on the chest. 
I am starting to become aware enough that I know that it was my thoughts putting me in that low energy. So what do I do? I stop my thought and I say, I don't choose to think that way. I choose to think another way. And then I literally think of a happy thought and then try and focus my attention back to reality. Look at Steve's face, get up and go to the bathroom or get some water or change the channel so that I'm grounded back in the present moment so that that low energy doesn't even have a lot of attention on it to be able to grow. Sometimes I've already yelled. I've already done the damage, so to say, from carrying this low energy and allowing it to drive me. And that's then when I realize that I'm in a low energetic state. And this happened a lot more often when I was not aware of my energy. So for example, like in the middle of a fight, I would become aware that this is not the energy I want to hold but I'm already halfway into this fight. Like, how did I get here? And how do I get myself out of this moment? That's when I realized, like, I'm not aware of my energy. I'm not paying attention to my energy because if I was paying attention, I wouldn't enter the fight in the first place. Okay, I feel like I need to give a rundown of how to become aware of your energy. And then on top of becoming aware of it, how to then become responsible and own your energy. Becoming aware of your energy is step number one, and this just honestly takes practice and it takes focus. The distractions that I talked about in the last episode are a big portion of this. This is where a lot of people get stumped because distractions form themselves in so many ways that feel necessary. And until we get past that mind block that these distractions are not necessary i.e. watching TV every night, eating a pint of Jerry's every night, smoking a joint every night, drinking five beers every night, whatever the distraction is, social media for three hours a night. Once we realize that we do not need these in our lives to be relaxed, to be calm, that's when you can move to the next step. And I'm not saying don't do any of those things. I'm saying become aware of why you are doing those things? Are you doing those things to avoid unpacking your low vibe energy? Or are you doing those things because you genuinely enjoy them and you have company and, you know, moderation is the key of life, all that good stuff. I don't want to shame anyone into thinking that what they're doing at night is wrong, but I want to say, are you aware of why you are doing it? Once that step happens, then we move on to owning that in ourselves. Okay, well, I own that I get defensive quickly. I own that I run into anxiety quickly. I know this about myself and I'm going to lovingly and compassionately work with myself through this low vibe energy to the other side. Anytime this energy comes up, I give it room and space and I allow it some acknowledgement and some appreciation and then allow it to go instead of numbing it, distracting it, avoiding it. Once that happens, then you become responsible for making a choice. When I am feeling low energy, I have the choice to change my energy. I am responsible for changing my energy, especially when it comes to being in front of others, especially when it comes to being a mother. I have the responsibility to hold my energy clear and light around my daughter because it is not 
her burden to carry for me to unload my baggage onto her. I have to be responsible for my energy so that my daughter doesn't hold secondhand baggage. It's considered the choose again method or the change your perspective method or the whatever you want to call it method. It's the stop in the moment and think before you say whatever you're going to say. How are you feeling in this moment? Are you about to do something that you don't want to do? Are you about to do something that's going to hurt the person in front of you for no good reason? Are you about to go off when there's really no need to go off? This is not an easy place to get to. I want to be a beacon of light, of hope that you can get there. But I'm not saying that it's an overnight switch. Maybe it is. Maybe you have the mental strength and control of a military sergeant. And maybe you can switch on and off just like that. But for the normal folk out there who's listening, who's just trying to learn about themselves and be a little bit better each day, this is an ongoing, ever-evolving process of learning who you are through your emotions, learning what you hold on to by the emotions that consistently come up over and over again, by the adverse feelings that you feel over and over again, and unpacking those and deciding what to keep and deciding what to get rid of and deciding how to move forward with them. Ultimately, it's not like we can clear every single feeling, every single emotion that we've ever felt, ever experienced in like one session of working on our emotions. That's just not possible. Just as it took us 20, 30 plus years to gain all of these emotions that we have in us, it's going to take us that long to unpack them and let them go. It won't take 20 or 30 years, but give yourself time and give yourself patience and grace is what I'm saying when you're doing this you're not going to catch your low vibe energy every time every day you're not going to but if you can do it once a day if you can do it once a week and change your choice in the moment congratulate yourself then the more that you become aware of your energy the more your energy wants you to be aware of it So it's a give and take kind of thing. The more you output awareness of your energy, the more that the energy is going to make you aware of it. Let me give you an example of this. The more that I'm aware of my energy, the more that I'm aware that I hold anxiety within me through certain triggers, the more that those triggers are going to show up in my life so that I can take care of them. The more that I'm going to feel the anxiety in my body because I'm more aware that there's anxiety in my body. I'm going to feel it more than I ever have before so that I can get used to the feeling of letting it go, of choosing another way, of being aware of it so that I can not let it overrun my mind and my choices. So in that way, it does make it a little bit harder to begin because you are going to feel adverse feelings. You are going to be triggered more because it's your body's way of helping you bring it to the surface to let it go. Be kind on yourself. When you feel like it's getting worse, maybe it's actually just getting better. Maybe your body is just actually ready for you to learn its signals. And maybe you should listen. Because the more that you listen, the easier it is for you to make the next step and then the next step and then the next step. So I have a question. Do you own your energy? Are you responsible for your energy right now? Or are you allowing your energy to be responsible for you? 
Are you allowing your energy to make the choices in your life? Temporary emotions, are you allowing those to steer your choices? Or do you move through that energy and that emotion until you become clear and light again and then make choices and then make decisions? It's really important to find this out about yourself. Because when you can become aware and start to take responsibility for your energy, you can change your life. And I'm telling you, you can change your life. I am telling you that this will happen when you become aware and can take responsibility for who you are and how you put yourself out there into the world and the emotions that you carry alongside that. That is everything. That changes the trajectory of where you're going to go, of who you're going to meet, of how your exterior world is going to be surrounding you. Your internal reality is creating your external world. So if you have baggage and emotions that you have been holding on to for years and years and years, you are consistently going to see that emotion and that feeling come up again and again and again and again and again. You are caught in a cycle, in a pattern of low vibe energy. The moment that you recognize this, the moment that you become aware, you have the choice to choose differently, which means ultimately that feeling is going to change, which ultimately means the universe is going to bring you more of the new feeling. And what if that new feeling is happiness? What if that new feeling is joy? How cool would that be to live every day, wake up and feel awesome that you're here and that you're alive and that you have someone to love and that you have a job and that you have a bed at night? What if your day was filled with this kind of energy, of these kinds of thoughts? And when the adverse feelings and the triggers come up, they're few and far between, and they're easier and easier and easier to let go of because you're becoming more and more aware that you don't want that in your energetic field. So you release it sooner, faster, quicker, so that you can stay clear and light. If you are experiencing someone in your life who has very low vibe energy first off i want to say anyone can have empathy for you and empathy for the person in the situation and just go about it the best and most honest way that you think you can if it is a conversation again i highly recommend nonviolent communication by marshall rosenberg if it is just a boundary that you won't see them for a few months to kind of process your own feelings that's okay you are allowed to put up boundaries for your energy because if you don't no one else will no one knows your energy better than you so put up those boundaries until you are strong enough and responsible enough that you can be in any situation with any person and act accordingly if you resonated with this episode today please share comment like subscribe review rate all of the words that i can spew out to you It really means the world to me, and I just have so much gratitude in my heart for the people who come back and listen every week. All right, you guys, that's all from me today. Thanks so much for listening to Sweet Home Cyborg.